We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hello and welcome to Mavs Moneyball After Dark. This is Kirk Henderson, Editor-in-Chief of Mavs Moneyball. I'm joined by fellow editor Ben Zadell. How are you, Ben? Doing good, Kirk. Thanks for having me on. Well, you're a saint to join me on New Year's Eve, a shade before 9 p.m. The Mavericks just played an early game, thank goodness. And they held off the San Antonio Spurs 126-125 to in a barn burner of a game in which the last four minutes probably deserved a Benny Hill soundtrack. (laughs) So... For full disclosure, I watched the whole game because I had to write about it. Ben only watched the last five minutes. The last five minutes were basically, basically exactly like, like if you missed it, go look at the game log where it was just like ridiculous, dumb play after ridiculous, dumb play. And to kind of give you a brief summation of the game, since that's what we're here for, is in the first half, the Mavericks play they didn't attack very well lucas scored early but all the rest of the mavericks were a little too tentative um lucas scored 30 at the half which was pretty impressive obviously and then in the third quarter the mavericks came out and laid waste to the spurs essentially building a 17 point lead through the strength of 12 straight made field goals to start the quarter uh but unfortunately the defense was not there in any way shape or form tonight for the Mavericks and the Spurs just kind of hung around they hung around and hung around and hung around and then in the fourth quarter with the bench uh the bench unit playing and Luca on the bench the Spurs whittled the lead to three 
pretty quickly. Luca comes back in the game around the eight minute mark. And though Luca repeatedly saved them, basically keeping keeping ahead, the Spurs were never quite able to take the lead. And then in the last four minutes, like we mentioned, there was just like an asinine volume of bad plays, including a Tim Hardaway missed dunk, a number of missed free throws again in the fourth quarter. The Mavericks as a team were 12 of 21 from the line, which is fucking embarrassing. Uh, and and I, I'm really not doing how bad, like the Mavericks did everything they could to lose this game and did not do it. Perfect tanking game for the San Antonio Spurs. Ben, I've been talking for like a minute straight. <laughs> uh, it it seems like it's just every game now, Luka Doncic has to bail them out. Um, like you talked about all the, it's like they were trying to give this game away, except for Luka. And, you know, I, I love watching these Luka games where he's putting up 50 and 60 points, which is a weird thing to say that I'm sitting here talking about like Luca 50 and 60 point games. Like they're just common casual. Uh, right. Yeah. Like I'm talking about him putting up 25 to 30. It's, it's insane. Um, but I, you know, yeah, it, it is a little frustration, frustrating to watch the Mavericks. Um, just there. I guess it's better than it was earlier in the season where they were actually losing to these uh, last place teams in the league. But it is still frustrating to watch them, you know, fail to just put them away, put their foot on the throat of a lesser opponent and get Luca like, you know, the fourth quarter off. So and, and that this game was just 100 percent like a microcosm of that whole thing. So, well, and, and that's where it's important to note that once again, the Mavericks were without Dorian Finney-Smith, who is going to be out for at least another week. And Josh Green, who the way Kid talked about him in the post game, almost made it sound like he's recovering from a disease. He described <laughs> symptoms, which symptoms to me says pain and discomfort, which you don't like. It's a right shooting elbow. Like for a guy who couldn't shoot, his his shooting elbow getting right feels fairly damn important. Um, so the Mavericks are just sort of having to really string together wins by hook or by crook. Uh, I'm not mad. Um, yeah. And, and the defense, I'm not mad at the defense because they just don't have defensive players right now. What they could stand to do is fucking rebound. I don't know if you noticed this, but the Mavericks did not grab a rebound in the fourth quarter until the five minute mark. Wow. That's seven minutes without a rebound. That's hard. And you know, Luca has been doing a lot of the heavy lifting on the boarding for the year. He only had, what did Luca have? Luca only had six rebounds tonight, and he really had three throughout much of the game. So it, it and I don't know, ne- I don't necessarily think it was intentional. There are a number of rebounds like rocketed off his hands, but the Mavericks were out rebounded by 22 tonight and won by a single point. It, it's the Spurs shot 55% from the floor. It was every bit as painful as you could have imagined. Like I had a great time watching it because I was like never bored. Um, but if you're just hoping that the Mavericks would like put the team away and move on to the next one. This was not that game. Right. Well, it's fun to watch these games like this where Luca is just putting up a million points. You know, it, it, it's amazing. Uh, but on, on the flip side, you know, you would like to see that coming against, you know, I guess like Kevin Durant or LeBron, Giannis, where they're kind of going, you know, one not one-on-one, but, you know, just kind of this face-off between two NBA superstars uh and, and the fact that they just can't put away these teams but again who cares it doesn't matter a win is a win especially this team specifically uh what they were 15 and 16 at some point recently i believe uh, like five what five games ago you can't complain when you have a 15 and 16 team you can't complain about any wins no matter what the opponent you know the schedule nothing so right right 
Oh, brother. And so, you know, if you want to take the good parts away from this, over the six-game win streak, Luca is averaging 42 points a game, 42.16 points a game, which I have not done the research, but this has got to be among one of the the most hilarious heaters of the last 20 years. You know, I I remember Kobe going nuts every night, but I don't remember what some of the numbers were. Uh, you know, they play one more game against Houston, and I suspect that's going to be another kind of heater of a game because the Mavericks just need this. They right. they don't have guys who can score. Um, and it's it's a riot because you, you're out there and and you know, our our former colleague Lauren Gunn tweeted something to the effect of when she saw like Frank Milakina hitting a shot, it's like, Oh, I think his form looks really good. Like Frank took and hit a shot in clutch time that yeah. was extremely important to this team. It, it it was bizarre. Yeah, That's I like tweeted kind of. Go ahead. Well, I tweeted out a joke about you know basically not wanting to see him shoot anymore. You know, saying basically a Frank shot is a turnover. Literally thirty seconds later, he later he hits that shot. Uh, you know, so of course you know I don't know I reverse jinxed him somehow. Oh yeah, yeah, I love it. You know, yeah, there's not there's not shooters out there. You know, there's Bullock really. You know, and he's awful right now. Well, um, he scored maybe. seven points in the first quarter, and it was like, yeah, the Mavericks are going to cruise to victory. Never scored again. Yeah. So, you know, there's just no – like you said, there's there's no one out there. Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie's so weird when it comes to the scoring. He, it's, it's like it's there, and you look at the box score, and there's 20 points, 18 points, something like that. But it just never feels like he's, you know, just, t- you know, taking over for a two-minute stretch when Luka's out. You know, so it, it's just a really weird – a really weird thing to say that this Mavs are, are like a dearth of scoring, but they really are. And, but I, you know, there's so many guys out. Right. It, so, I mean, I'm having like, like a, a lot of people tend to assume that I get really pissed during stuff like this. I wasn't pissed. This was kind of amusing for me. I'm glad they won. I would have been pissed if they lost because it cannot be stated clear. The Spurs, despite their record, the Spurs are the worst the worst team in the NBA by a significant margin, in my humble opinion. Now, as I'm talking, I'm filibustering here because I want to go look at the point differential. Yeah, the Spurs are the worst team in the league right now. They boast a negative 8.6 point differential. The next closest is the Detroit Pistons at 7.3. Most of the bottom of the league is under two points. Like the Spurs are, are, they're they're doing a masterful job tanking. Now that's not to say the players are bad, which is what Dallas ran into tonight. Um, it's just one of those things that if they would have lost, I would have been mad. But instead, we got a really entertaining game. You know, Greg Popovich jokingly said two days before the game <laughs> that it was the Spurs' goal to limit Luca to fifty, and he scored fifty-one, which is hysterical. Um, Man, I, Jordan Brodess just pointed this out in our Slack. I guess one of Luca's rebounds, mm-hmm. I didn't see this because I'd already ran upstairs to start getting ready for the show. One of Luca's uh, rebounds was actually the rebound off of his miss uh, free throws. <laughs> That's it. I wonder what it's, it's got to be the one at the end that sealed the game where he, yeah. uh, d- that counts as a rebound, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause of that's it's just, it's just preposterous. That, just a I, wacky game. But I mean, that's what we love watching basketball is these stupid games true. like this, you know, in the middle of the season, uh, you know, there's just it's a dark winter sport sometimes basketball and it's fun like you know you want to see like goofy games like this it's really you know like again if the Mavericks had a like a lot better record if they were you know whatever 26 and 
I don't know, 10 or 26 and 12, something like that. We we just laugh this game off. I think anybody that's going to have a little bit of frustration or be mildly upset about this game, it's just because of how a lot of the other games have gone for the last two months. So, um, you know, a win is a win. What are you going to do? Uh, it should have been should have been this close, but um, it was fun. Uh, the five think, minutes that I watched were wacky is the best way to put it. So I, I think I think that's that's the right way to approach it. I mean, the Spurs, when you watch them as a team, the the Jeremy Sohan guy is a lot of fun. Uh, he really went at Luca with kind of reckless abandon um, in a way, it, both offensively and defensively. The dude is shooting 18% from three for the year and, of course, hit two threes versus the Mavericks. Um and they still want, you know, Josh Bo just retweeted me because I said this was just a disaster of an ending. Like, they still won, but it's like, come on. Yeah. And and that, that like, you're right about the fact that, um, you're right about the fact that this is, we're getting into, into the absolute muck of the basketball season where, Jer- like, January, uh, you know, it used to be, one, before they, they rejiggered the odds of the lottery, where March and April basketball, was horrendous since they added the play in game March and April basketball has actually been a lot of fun. The secret of the season is January because you're, you're inching towards the trade deadline. You're inching towards all-star break. And the further you get into January and early February, the worse the quality of the games get because these guys are exhausted because they play a ton of minutes and, and you're right about like finding weird shit to watch. So yeah, and, and I think a lot of people, the all-star break kind of confuses. Even people you know like us who have watched basketball for forever and watched way too much of it, um, you think that the all-star break is the middle of the season, and it's not. You know, like I think the you know the halfway point will be in a week or two. Uh, they'll yeah. hit about forty-one games here in a, about a week or so. That's so right. um, you know, the, yeah, it's like you said, everyone. You know, you're you're kind of ground out by watching this. You know, so many games. These guys are tired from playing so many games. So. Um, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy the weird, uh, basketball stuff. Like I said, I, the, the reason I was paying attention to college football tonight, and then I happened to look at the score and see that the Mavs were only up by two against the Spurs. So I was like, oh, okay, I got to throw this on real quick and start watching this. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, I, I love it. You know, that's one of my favorite things to do is just, Hey, crazy, crazy Mavs game. Um, I, I could, you could quibble about some of the stuff, especially that weird, that weird sequence at the end where Luca got trapped in the corner and had to pass it off to uh, Hardaway, who then ran up the floor and then uh, just like you said, the Benny Hill music was like played the whole time. And and honestly, I, th- I feel like a good team might have stole that game from uh, the Mavericks there. But all right, wow, well, they're lucky because otherwise yeah. that would have been the story. Because I'm watching the clip of Luca yelling. He is yelling at everyone, kid yeah. Hardaway, everyone under the sun. Where it's like what is everyone doing like collectively what is everyone doing and look sometimes you gotta you gotta get a little lucky it's better to yeah. be lucky than good is what yeah. i'll say and you know um i can't remember the the guy who missed the free throw at the end that could have tied it um but you know he was 88 percent free throw shooter and missed you know went one or two at the line so yeah again middle of the season uh the guys are worn out uh there's a million guys missing from injury um you know doesn't hurt to be lucky sometimes. I know the Mavericks have been on the the bad end of some of this luck based stuff, so uh, it yes. eventually evens out. So right, so. I think that's right. 
Well, thank you for taking 15 minutes out of your New Year's Eve. Go back and do something fun. I'm going to record a live show because I'm a true sicko. Um, thanks for hanging out, Ben. Uh, guys, come to MavsMoneyBall.com. It's been an incredible year for us. The calendar year wrapped up. I just checked this while I was sitting here. Our podcast year-over-year year stats, uh, we had a 73% increase from 2021, which is fucking Ooh. bananas. Um, I can't beat that. So uh, thanks for hanging out. Give us a you know a like. Give us a review if that's your thing. Really appreciate that uh, that that sort of interaction. Send me a message if you like, and download Spotify Live and come hang out with us. We have a really we really do have a good time hanging out after these games. This has been Kirk Henderson and Ben Zadell. Thanks so much for uh, spending part of your day with us. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.